Hey guys, just wanted to pop in and give a heads up. Today's episode, we were not planning to do any trailer breakdowns, but toward the end of this, there's a few new WandaVision TV spots, and we uh, pulled those up and started doing a, sort of a frame-by-frame slash uh, rewindy look at different shots thing. So this actually might be another good episode to go check out on the YouTube, youtube.com slash strandedpanda, and you can see this in a video form and watch along with us as we watch the new WandaVision TV spots. Enjoy the show. Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, WandaVision has released a new trailer. It is coming out in three weeks, you guys. Chadwick Boseman has recorded several episodes of What If, and She-Hulk will be a half-hour legal comedy, according to Kevin Feige. All that and more, and your feedback and more, and all the things right after this that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, how you doing, buddy? Man, happy freaking holidays, sir. It's like Christmas yeah, yeah. every day with Marvel dropping all the news, right? It really has been a, a news-rich week. You said you had a little hard time uh, rounding up the news, though, today because Gal Gadot was all up in your eyes. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> Well, you know, in a real creepy way, I, I have a tendency to stop and stare. Um, and, you know, with Wonder Woman in uh, 1984 coming out uh, on HBO Max, all the news stories are about that, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, all of them have to be accompanied by a picture because that's how the, you know, they grab your eye. And it's all it's all just been like Wonder Woman pictures and her in the armor and her looking hot in every possible way that she can look hot. And... I admit it's it's difficult to get through to the stories that I'm actually like trying to cover because I'm just like <laughs> sitting and drooling and like I just uh, I just really appreciate real distracting embrace the creepiness of it, of it you know uh, oh, yeah. you're yeah, like you know, I, you're not I'm like fully aware of how creepy it is don't worry guys not in a creepy way you're like in the creepiest way possible I like it a lot thank you yeah. thank you for that yeah no if she listens to this she's gonna be very uncomfortable. You sound really thirsty. Do we, do we need to get you some water? Hail hydrate. Hail hydrate, everybody. Hail hydrate. And <laughs> uh, now the voice you hear chiming in with the thirst conversation is uh, is our producer, Ashley Coffin. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm basking in post-holiday bliss, Matthew Carroll. How are you? That's great. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Um, <laughs> I, I got to chime in on my hot topics. You know, if it's thirst, I'm here. If thirst, yeah. Ashley's the leader mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. I can sense thirst, you know. What's that? You thirsty? You thirsty too? We can, let's talk about it and quench it. The thirst sense is strong with this one. Um, thirst, thirst, Use star? the thirst, Jeff. Use the thirst. Use the Good. thirst. Good. Let the, let the thirst flow through you. <laughs> Strike me down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm out. Uh, Over gonna, and out. We're going to put Ashley in her thirst closet and then uh, we're going to talk about the news. <laughs> oh, God. All right. What's, the, what's with the news today, Jeff? What is with the news? She Hulk news, I hear? Yeah, um, Kevin Feige uh, recently said uh, in an interview that She-Hulk is going to be a half-hour legal comedy series. Half-hour legal comedy series. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know it's procedural in in a sense. Um, I don't know how to take this news. (laughs) I don't either. I I don't either. (laughs) I I trust Feige a lot. Have we ever had a... Th- I mean, I guess Ant-Man's a comedy. 
like more than it's anything else, right? Uh, it's more, I would say it's a heist movie more than anything. Guardians uh, is pretty funny. Guardians is also pretty funny. That's true. Um, I think, I don't know that any one Marvel film, I don't know that any Marvel film is like markedly a comedy more than anything else. Uh, right. Just because like humor is kind of just baked into the, the nature of all of the things in, in that there is levity. Right, like, it's true. We've seen more of it in recent films in Guardians Two and Thor Ragnarok, but um, I think that's just the the directors having a little bit of fun, you know, loosening up. Um, I don't know that that we've had anything that's like specifically like this is a comedy thing. Yeah, um, so that makes me interested. I mean, we, we've definitely had things that lean more toward comedy, as we said, Ant Man and Guardians, um, Iron Fist, yeah, uh, but. Uh, I, I, oh, sorry. That was just laughable. Um, but, <laughs> but I, yeah, it's interesting for them to actually call their shot. We've joked about it on this podcast before that like people often tell us our jokes are funny, but part of that is because we're not here to be a comedians. <laughs> right. I think part of the right. reason people think we're funny from time to time is we're not saying, Hey, listen to this. It's going to be funny. We're just saying, listen to this is going to be Marvel. And if a joke happens, wonderful. It's a wonderful little happenstance. Well, I, I think it's more that um, we do jokes much the same way that we do predictions. Because uh, there are so many people that are like, you guys are good, <laughs> so good at predicting what's coming up in the MCU. We throw a lot at the wall. Because we throw a lot at the wall and sometimes they stick. It's the same way with jokes. Sure, sure. That's possible. But my point is, if you're calling your shot to say, this is a funny thing you need to listen to our jokes, that's a very different kind of vibe. And I'm, I'm curious how Marvel will pull that off. I heard that, or read actually, (laughs) that they got some of the writers from Rick and Morty to write the script. Oh, So if you're fans of that show, that is very promising. Absolutely. I had not heard that. That is very, very promising. Cool. Can you you imagine a Tim Roth, Emil Blonsky abomination being directed, or being, yeah, yeah, being (sighs) directed by... Uh, or rather being having to adhere to a script written by Rick and Morty writers. No, I can't. (laughs) The little bit, the little bit that I have is mostly disturbing the things that are going through my head right right now. So yeah, that's a, that sounds amazing. Uh, honestly, I can't even conceptualize this. Um, also Tim Roth is hilarious, but he's, I would, Four he's room? got a different kind of comedy. Yeah, he's not a. Co- I've never. I'm trying to think of if I've ever seen him in a comedy, and I think Four Rooms is the best thing I can point to. That's like that is a comedy, and he is full on the lead of that. So, uh, I'm most excited about Tim Roth coming back, and so I, I want to like analyze that. But I mean, Mark Ruffalo too. Mark Ruffalo is not known for his comic chops. Um, Ms. Lonnie is amazing in her comedy uh, portions of Orphan Black. Like, absolutely amazing. I, she makes me laugh so hard. So I, that's promising for sure. Where can where can I watch Orphan Black? I need to watch Orphan Black. You've repeatedly said oh, yeah, that Orphan you. Black is amazing. We, we should Pandavision never it. it. We should Pandavision We should Pandavision it. that. I love Orphan Black. And sh- I've never seen it. Oh, let's Pandavision it. We got a, we got a, we got a quorum. That'll, that'll force us to, to have to watch it yeah. if we do Pandavision on it. And, uh, I'm going to put that on my notes. 
Yeah, I love it. I love this idea uh, because it is really an amazing show, and I haven't finished it. I've only seen the first two seasons, so I've got two seasons to like that I'll be able to watch and uh, sort of speculate with you guys and enjoy. Yeah, okay, that's a hundred percent. Orphan Black is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Like, I love it. And the, one of the main reasons is her ability as an actress. It, the role that she has, and I won't spoil it, there's a very high difficulty level on what she's trying to pull off. And she pulls it off in spades. Like, it's it's amazing. So, mm-hmm. highly, highly recommend Orphan Black. Along with that, uh, that discussion on She-Hulk being a, uh, a half-hour legal comedy, uh, he pointed out that... Um, sorry, he being Feige pointed out that most of Marvel's other planned shows are, uh, they're expected to clock in about an hour per episode. Um, okay. Which, you know, gives us a lot of content to, to sift through every week. For sure. Um, an hour's, an hour's a long episode, especially in streaming. If it's on Disney plus, that means it's an actual hour, not just yeah. the 42 minutes that turns into an hour with ads. And honestly, I, I find some of those episodes of like Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Sometimes an hour is a bit long, honestly. It can be. Yeah, I'll never complain about more Marvel content. I really won't. But like sometimes the episodes feel long when they're an hour. It can. It, but it's it's got, I don't know, it's it's kind of weird. Like The Mandalorian uh, has, has given me um, this look into shorter episodes being a good thing. Cause like some of the episodes in season two were like half an hour long. Yeah. Um, and they don't, but, they don't, they don't feel like they're trying to stretch you into an extra 15 minutes. I right. like the flexibility. I love the flexibility of the streaming services and the fact that Disney plus has been willing to do an hour long episode, then a 30 minute long episode, then a fifth 45 or whatever. That's yeah. really promising to me just from a creator perspective because they don't have to worry about fitting something in uh, a cookie cutter process or whatever. Right. But then Feige saying that if these like these episodes are going to be an hour long, if he's saying that, if he's expecting that and they've already got the flexibility, you know, kind of baked into the to the service or the offering, that's because the the story demands that it be that long. Like there's so much content that it has to be that long. So I don't know. It's it's kind of like it's it's daunting is really what it is, because that's like there's a lot that we're going to have to sift through and think about. And I feel lucky that we're we're getting it not like the uh, the Netflix episodes where it's you know all dumped at once. We're getting it week by week and we can really like take the time to have that water cooler discussion and uh, and mull it over, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. I agree. I think that like we can get a lot of cool stuff out of them being able to have this flexibility um, and our I don't know I don't know if our longs mean that they're that they're like have that much to say uh, but there's no reason for them to they're getting the subscribers anyway there's no reason for them to overproduce it if that makes sense uh, right and, and then yeah. being uh, oh them being six episodes though at an hour at least it's limited to that few of episodes. You know what I mean? So I don't feel like it's going to be as daunting as you, you may think, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, what else, what else we got in the news? Uh, well, Chadwick Boseman, uh, uh, the same interview with Feige, uh, for, uh, for Emmy magazine. Um, he said that Chadwick Boseman came into the, uh, into the studio to record for, uh, the what if series. And he, according like the quote on it is that he came in about four times and recorded numerous episodes. 
uh, for the What If series, and it includes the the one that we saw in the trailer where he ends up becoming Star Lord. Okay, so I'm I'm assuming some of those might be smaller parts. Like maybe he's Star Lord. Him being Star Lord is maybe his big episode, but then like. You know, if they do a Marvel Zombies, him showing up there would make a lot of sense. Um, yep. Really, any any of these stories could make a lot of sense for him to just show up as a part of the world. With the world as big as it is now, like having, especially in the in the animated stuff, like having the uh, the ability to, you know, do anything with all of these characters and only really needing their voice, um, and then the animators can do whatever the hell they want. Like it, it gives so much opportunity for anybody to just pop in for a few minutes and, you know, tell those crazy stories that have so many different people woven in throughout them. Yeah, 100 percent. I yeah, I, I just there's so much they can do. And they built such a vibrant world with so much uh, going on in it that they can pull from all these little corners of the world and now just go anywhere with what if it's going to be cool. And yeah, it's going to be really uh, interesting to see what they do with Chadwick Boseman. I feel like him being on screen for the last time in the MCU uh, using his actual voice like that'll be um, that'll be an interesting a moment for sure. Like it's going to be, it's going to be really sad. Um, and I'm interested to see how they'll treat it, how much reverence they'll give it and like what they'll do with his final performance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, there, uh, there's so many things I've seen online that are like, um, Ma Rainey's black bottom is like Chadwick Boseman's final performance and it may be his best. And I'm like, but what about what if, <laughs> What about what if though? Well, I think last performance generally <laughs> means the last thing they recorded or whatever. And last, what if may, yeah. what if maybe just like took a lot longer to produce? Animation always does. Yeah, it, it tends to. But you know, the last thing I see him in is obviously it's obviously his last performance for me, <laughs> and that includes last thing I hear him in. And he'll be he'll be T'Challa forever. Yep. You know? Indeed. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. That news story made me tear up when I saw it. I was like, oh no. Yeah. I can't do this again. I can't go through this kind of hurt. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird and sad year. Um years really to see see that, uh what if, but also to see uh what they do in Black Panther two and how they handle it. And I just can only imagine that's going to bring a tear to my eye. Yeah. I think it's going to bring tears to literally everyone's eyes. Yeah, I think so. Oh, hey, uh, we were talking about the Thirst Club earlier. Uh, put a picture in our Skype chat so that you can, uh, you and Ashley can see. Yeah, we might as well bring Ashley. Can somebody in for call this my segment. name. Yeah, we heard, we we said thirst. Uh, that that brings Ashley on. You say Nurse. thirst three times, uh, and she comes on. Appear in your in mirror. Yep. <laughs> thirst fairies here or your thirst mother what is it the uh, fairy godmother fairy thirst mother that's it thank you <laughs> fairy thirst mother Ashley Coffin uh, okay so I, I see I see you dropped a picture here in the uh, in the chat I'll, I'll bring it up here on the live feed as well yeah. <clears throat> so that's um, it's one of the stills that got released for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and we can see, like, we can see their costumes a lot better in this one. And we can see you the... You sure uh, can. <laughs> <laughs> and we can see that uh, that amazing Wakandan arm mm. that Sebastian Stan has on him. The black and gold there on that uh, on that Wakandan arm. 
the um, the one that Rocket is determined to get. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to see Rocket show up. Anyway. That would be so cool. Uh, I, just, I thought it was a really cool picture to uh, to include in the video, since, you know, we can do that now. Yeah. If Look I, at his I, extreme I still side don't have eye. Because you didn't give me any warning. Uh, okay. Here we go. There it is, guys. <laughs> Look at his side eye. He is like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> he they loves them, but he hates like, them. Why do I have to work with you? Kind of look on their face. Yeah, it also furrowed it, brow. If I may be wrong, but it appears to be that uh, similar setting as we saw when he's chasing someone, uh, and it looks like Red Wing is flying behind him. Possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like maybe that same warehouse. It does look like that same warehouse in the background. Yeah. So where's Bucky gonna be while while Sam's flying? After the guy. Sorry, he's going to be over here with the fairy thirst mother. Um, he just showed up, so I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ash uh, receding back into her thirst closet for uh, time with this picture. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it appears that uh, it could be him that he's chasing. That could be the other guy that he's running. We talked about it might be someone he's chasing or it might be someone he's running with or behind. And that could be the case that this is... Um, I don't know. You know. In the in the trailer, it looked like um, it looked like uh, when I saw it, I was like, "That looks a lot like the Captain America wannabe." Um, yeah, was it U.S. agent the that guy? Yeah, for sure. John Walker. We, we just weren't sure. It just it's a dark figure running, but it could be that. Could be Bucky. Yeah, could be anybody. Could be any male running. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, so the last, the last, uh, I guess, quote unquote, major story um, that we've got is that there's a new trailer. Hey, it's funny that I say story because the trailer is called Story. Um, it's the WandaVision trailer. We have three weeks until WandaVision, Matt. That is insane. That is absolutely insane. I'm super excited. Like we've been super excited to get any Marvel content. I've been super excited to get this particular show actually out in the world and be able to watch it. So, yes, please bring WandaVision. Get it in my eyeballs, please now. <laughs> so I sent you the link for the trailer so that we can include that in the discussion. We can we can have a little watch along thing. Yeah, let's watch uh, let's watch this WandaVision trailer thing. It is 30 seconds long, so, you know, we're going to have probably two-hour discussion about it. <laughs> all right, all right, let's see here. Okay. Well, what do you think, Jeff? Man, there's, there's a few things to unpack here. Uh, when I first saw this trailer, um, the, like, the thing that stood out to me the most was when she was putting the hole in the wall back together. Yeah, I saw that too. And I was like, I saw inspiration from uh, several comics from that, um, a, a few of them. And and aside from the, the comics inspiration, uh, I started to pick apart other things where, um, like I can kind of put it together where in the timeline it happens or like where relative to other things it happens. Um, if you want to do, uh, if you want to jump to that, those few frames, because it doesn't, it doesn't show it for very long. Where she's putting that uh, that hole back together. Sure. It's about twenty seconds in. You can see in the background there is the uh, the frame or like the 
I don't know what to call it. The the divider that's just like the the bars and the snowflake pattern or whatever. And the brick wall inside. She's wearing the, the 70s clothes. Yes. And that that looks like the exact space where she was talking to Monica Rambo. Yeah, absolutely. It looks and, like it's in their house. And she, yeah, it's in her house. And where Monica was like, hey, girl. And she's like, who are you? And she's like, I don't know. And, you know, she had that uh, that necklace, that sword necklace that we were looking at. Um not her breasts before. Yes. So that the way well, you're going to get out of here, I'm, I'm getting going to cut you off and just jump to it. She threw Monica Rambo through this wall, right? She threw Monica Rambo through this wall. And you remember in the first trailer, we saw Man- Monica Rambo hurtling through, um, through like, I guess it was through a field or something. Yeah, exactly. And then was thrown outside the bubble. Yes. So yeah, that tracks. Uh, that she's probably talking to her. She's wearing the same clothes. Uh, they she has that breakdown uh, where when she realizes that uh, Monica is a sword agent or there to hurt her or whatever, and then she tosses Monica Rambo through this wall and out into the world. Is that what you're kind of thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, I like that a lot. I don't know why though. Like, why is Monica there, and why does Monica get ejected? Really. From you know this little reality, this this narrative. Well, I think it makes a lot of sense that she would get ejected if she's a uh, if she's a presence that is confusing Wanda and not allowing her to live out the fantasy. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You're not part of the program. Yeah, that looked like what was going on when they were talking. Is that Monica has some sort of ability to sort of like cut through this because maybe she's there for that reason and she's trying to stay mentally strong and not fall for this world. And then she starts to cut through the uh, you know the madness that's going on and uh, the multiverse of madness. Uh, one thing I find interesting <laughs> about this, I thought this was an outdoor wall that she was throwing her through, but if you look closely, yeah. it's the. Um, you can see the crib. Yeah, the crib. Well, I think it's a rocking chair. Oh yeah, sorry, rocking chair. It's the kids' room, though. Yeah, it's the kids' room. It's probably the kids. It's probably the nursery. So she didn't throw her through an exterior wall. She threw her through the nursery. Uh, so I'm guessing she's still pregnant at this point. This is probably not before after she has the kids. I'm guessing it might be a few frames long, but you can see where she is uh, pregnant in that scene, and also uh, they have the nursery with the giraffe and the rocking chair. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Back there. Mm. So I, I'm thinking this this nighttime shot of Monica Rambo, or, or like, I, I just jumped to it, but this nighttime shot of someone walking through the field is probably Monica Rambo coming into the city or whatever to this place that they they are in, and then uh, and she's a disturbance, and this is all of them trying to defend their world against Sword, this world that they're sort of creating. Yeah, and. There's a there's a shot a few seconds later uh, at about the 22 second mark that's Wanda in modern clothes. Yep, I saw that. Yep, and a lot of people around her. It looks like they're they're like it looks like the world is breaking down again, and this time it's sort of everyone in the simulation is is is, is not dealing with the program. Right, right. It's it's weird. Like everybody's standing around here. There's a guy behind her with big black mustache and his hands are together. It looks like he's begging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's only on screen for like one shit, one frame. Again, uh, we don't have this in the same frame by frame zoom in abilities that we do. Uh, we did last week. Uh, but 
Yeah, it looks like there's a, there's a man behind her begging. Okay, so here we go. I finally got the freeze frame. You can see him there in the background. This guy who looks like he's begging or, or uh, I don't know, asking her of something. You see this guy? With the yeah, he looks, yeah, the guy that looks a lot like Borat. Oh, yes, yes. Borat, Borat's there behind Scarlet Witch. <laughs> it's, the, it's the hidden secret crossover. <laughs> Look, there's Giuliani putting his hands in his pants in the background. Um, <laughs> He's begging to leave. Like that. Yeah. That was that was his most recent trip. He was he's taking a trip through the uh, the nation and got stuck in uh, in the Wandavision town. Hello, Wanda. I'll give you my sixteen year old daughter if you let please. me out. Please, <laughs> please. please. Me leave. I want to go home. Let, <laughs> let me leave this little bubble. Uh, okay, so got a Borat in there, and then uh, let's see. Was any other any other takeaways? Major takeaways from this here? Trailer. The I, 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 we're kind of doing a tra- actual trailer breakdown instead of just a quick watch. But I feel like in that scene, though, like when it's when it's panning around her and she's looking around, it looks like she's kind of. Uh, sh- I don't know. It's like she's taking in a bunch of information and is shocked. Um, like the the realization of what she's doing is is rocking her world, so to speak. Hmm. Because she looks like she's she's uh, being panned around, and it's just like, oh my god. Yeah, you know, you see I, what I'm talking about. No, and I think that's the case with the with the Rambo scene as well. Um, and I think it's just that every time her world comes crashing down, she rebuilds a new one, and it seems like it goes in chronological order. Possibly, at least I'm kind maybe. of assuming that maybe. Um, mm. But. It seems like she has these sort of freakouts where everything is falling around and the world isn't her world isn't holding up, or or and maybe maybe because sword is infiltrating or trying to stop her world from because we saw that earlier where it's like just the radio seems to freak her out you know because she hears the thing yeah. saying Wanda who's doing this who's to doing you doing this to you um, and then we see later where it's it's in the seventies version where Monica Rambeau seems to freak her out and then she throws. Uh, Monica Rambeau out of her bubble and then we've got this scene where it seems like the entire city has realized something is a, is a miss so I, I think they're going to show I think that's kind of what's going to keep happening and she's going to keep rebuilding it and uh, yeah it's uh, pretty cool yeah there was um, there was another trailer that was dropped um, after this one like I think the day after this one uh, or it might have been a day or two after this one um, but it was, it wasn't called story. What was it? Crap. Uh, it, it involved Agnes and she called herself Auntie Agnes, I think. Okay. Let me find it. Let me find it. All right. I guess we'll watch another I want to talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's a pretty interesting thing. Uh, I feel like there's just not a lot of information there except for more of Wanda builds a world. Wanda freaks out inside that world because something <laughs> isn't correct. You know? Yep. Uh, we do get a little bit of speed action from uh, Vision, which is kind of neat. Yeah, when uh, when he dashes over to catch the fruit. Yeah. I think, I think that is... Um, that's kind of indicative of what's coming for the children because uh, the kids are Wiccan in speed, and speed is a speedster. Um, much in the vein of Quicksilver, right? Um, and I think that that um, c- 
could be her manifesting that. I don't know. Or I mean, I guess Vision can go rather fast. I don't know that we ever saw him move at super speed, though. Yeah, I don't know that he's really needed to, I guess. Right. I wonder if they're messing with us with the trailer. Like, it's not actually Vision, but it's one of the kids. No, she's pregnant, though, in that in that oh. scene. Oh. Yeah. Because I don't trust Marvel nor their trailers. <laughs> well, I think certain things like... Uh, <laughs> I realize in past trailers they have done gone way out of their way to lie to us about certain things. I feel like they're not doing that with a TV show as much, but I may be wrong. Like the Avengers movie, they when they put Hulk in a movie he wasn't even in, that was a big misdirect and required a lot of CGI and stuff. I thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah, like the creation of a of a faux scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this this particular one was right after. Um, Right after Vision says, Wanda, have you gotten bigger? <laughs> in like, in the funniest way. <laughs> Wanda, have you increased in size? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was wondering about that. Like, how much does it make sense? How much is that him being a robot? And how much does that make sense? Because maybe she got big rather fast. Man. Yeah. Uh, what if she I was just really like, really wish I had all this to do go, free, go freeze frame because there's some pretty quick stuff happening here frame frame oh wait i can do that hold on um you also never say that to your pregnant wife just a word of advice yeah yeah <laughs> do not do not and she mm-hmm. she turns and that's what like the the belly hits the fruit and that's what knocks it over or hits the the bowl and that's what knocks over the uh, the produce there that yeah. he runs over and catches I feel like that wouldn't, that's not, I don't know that that's a misdirect. Yeah, I don't think it's a misdirect, personally, but it could be. could be something different about it. See, what's what's really getting me, though, what's really throwing me for a loop is, you know, the 30 seconds or so in, when Agnes comes walking and she says, hi, kids. Mm -hmm. And, like, they have this, they have this weird discussion, and then... It's like, it's like on TV where she's just like, all right, you know, cut, let's start over, let's take it from the top. And then it does that TV glitch thing and everybody yeah. goes back to like, ah, well, that's, that's interesting because Agnes, it looks like Agnes in that scene is telling them what to do director wise. Like, let's go back to start, which means maybe, maybe Agnes is in control here a little bit. Ooh, maybe Agnes mm-hmm. is, is who's doing it to her. Yeah, well, we've talked about that Agnes might be related to whatever force is causing her to do this. Mephisto. Possibly Mephisto Mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, We also get a great shot here of Monica Rambeau looking down at her necklace, which I love this because it happens so fast in this trailer, you can't really see what the necklace is. But in the previous trailer, we pointed out that it's a sword. So I think that's Marvel, uh, Monica realizing who she is and remembering who she is before she gets tossed out. Yeah. And that eyeshadow is on point, right guys? I feel, oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like though, it's, it's really like Feige and and Marvel uh you know the the creative team on the Marvel studio side talking to us directly like you guys did a good thing you know you you pointed out the necklace good job <laughs> um yeah that she's was gonna look at the necklace directly to our podcast to let us know that they that we were onto something yeah they were they were patting us on the back basically yeah 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 
Um, there was a shot here, and I'm, we're almost there, that I, I feel like there's something in between the frames here. I'm going to slow this down. Uh, we're, we're watching this at .07 speed, and basically frame per frame. Uh, and is, it looks like there's another shot in between the shots here. There's that shot. Oh, it's a shot of the Infinity Stone, or a shot of the Scepter Stone breaking into the Infinity Stone. Yeah, breaking into the Mind Stone. And then her in full clothes. Yeah, I just, I, I wonder, it has me really curious about when this all happens and like what's going on that was weird she was on tv and is that supposed to be her pregnant right there she just saw herself on tv yeah it, mm -hmm. it does appear that she sees herself on tv uh yeah the, the there's a lot of confusing stuff happening and it's really hard to know exactly what's going on but uh definitely the infinity stone is involved um, yeah yeah mm. I, you know, the the scene where it shows her like looking at the the scepter stone, and it shatters into the mind stone. Uh, look at her clothing; it's the it's the same clothing that she was wearing in the um, the post uh, post credits sequence um, of the Winter Soldier. Remind me of what happens in that post credit sequence. Uh, it's when we we first get a glimpse of her and um, and oh. Quicksilver, and she's like you know messing with the blocks. Oh, you're and right. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and in Strucker like that, calls her that prisoner her outfit. That's a good catch. Yeah. That's a great catch. Yep, and the um, you see the cinder block walls behind her. Yeah, which I think all of that is her remembering what happened in reality. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think that that's definitely going to be a flashback. I think that that is going to be a, um, you know, here's how you got your power. Cause like, look at her at her makeup. She looks gaunt. She yeah. looks like she's been traumatized. Her hair's a lot darker. Her hair's a lot darker and longer and bedraggled basically. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that that's going to be a flashback of like, this is how you got your powers. Yeah. And honestly, Honestly, this might be our, our intro to the mutants in the verse. Um, because, like, think about the way that mutants come about is that uh, they have, you know, they have the, the altered genetics and then they go through a trauma in their life in, you know, usually in the teen years and it sparks that mutant power to show up. And um the, there was a oh, there was a thing that I had read that was like a synopsis or something like that for WandaVision that was like you know her her encounter with the Mind Stone, um, it either gave her powers or it awakened something in her, and like regardless of what it is, she is now at this point. But like if it if it awakened something in her, then you know what if that's the infinity stone encountering her dna and activating that mutant power combined with the trauma so now that thanos has snapped the the stones and reduced them to atoms quote unquote right. that scatters it through the universe maybe and kind of like the terrigen bomb uh, doing the terrigen mist around the planet what if that scattered the stones and anybody who has that that gene that she has that x gene you know now has that ability to have a, a mutant power manifest. 
Yeah, absolutely. That all checks out for sure. Uh, okay. Well, uh, you know, is there anything else in the news? Uh, not really. Okay, cool. Not, not much in the news other than, you know, pouring over these new little trailers. Yeah. See, I didn't even realize we had new trailers. Um, that's exciting. And um, oh. if you guys are interested, we did a, we did do kind of a trailer breakdown after, after all for these. Um, so we did some kind of freeze framing and some shots. So if you want to check that on the YouTube, youtube.com slash stranded panda, um, we'll be dropping this uh, on over there as well. So let's go to the chat. Uh, we, you got anything uh, from the chat, Ash, that you want to do? Bring I really in? like this too. Um, sick with that. 87 says, I think it may have something to do with the scrolls. Maybe she's in that device mm. that Carol was in in Captain Marvel. Maybe the scrolls or shield or maybe even sword has found a way to utilize that technology as a means to secretly compress or use her powers against her will. Ooh, Did you guys hear yes. how well I just read that paragraph? I'm starting to get better. That was fantastic, <laughs> oh Ashley. Good job. Did somebody give you reading ability for Christmas? I blacked out for a second, honestly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, no, I, I think th- that's a really good good idea. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be. It's going to work out that way. But I love that theory. Well, if all of the yeah. new shows are going to kind of be connected to each other in some kind of way, that would definitely um, connect this to Secret Invasion. Oh yeah, real hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real, for sure. Real good connection. Secret Invasion's a little a little ways away though, still, right? Uh, theoretically. I don't know. But they've already shown that Nick Fury was a scroll. You know, we got Chalos. Well, sure. No, no, this could absolutely connect. I'm not, I'm not saying it couldn't, but my thinking is that they're probably trying to connect it to things that are coming more soon. And since we know Wanda is going to be in multiverse of madness, like I think multiverse is the way to go. If we're going to yeah. break, if we're going to think like what's happening on this trailer, you know, what if like, and this is a totally side out of nowhere, just popped in my head thing. What if it's shield or sword who puts Wanda into this world to try to create a safe world for her because they're too afraid of what she might do. And that's kind of like what it is. I don't think that's it, but what if, Using that kind of technology, Nick Fury would know how to be able to do that. But she would have to not be moving around. Mm. I take it back. Well, um, uh, unless this is, like you said, all in her head. Like, this is all just an experience she's having while everyone else is, um, you know, outside of her bubble. But I I feel like the S.W.O.R.D. agents, because of what they're doing (laughs) with all the S.W.O.R.D. agents, and I don't think she's ever met... Uh, some of these agents uh, we don't think she's we don't know of any time she met Monica Rambo. we mm-hmm. don't know of any time she met um, what's the what's the FBI agent that's in there that we know uh, Jimmy Woo Jimmy yeah Wu. there you go uh, we don't we, she's never met those characters so it's like if she's building this world whole cloth she would not put those characters in it so mm-hmm. I, I I had to guess if I had to guess I think that that stuff is all real and she's yeah. building the multiverse I, 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 li- I like the theorizing I really really you know I love <laughs> unless the it's like inception they can just like poop pop in <laughs> <laughs> or the matrix get me in there <laughs> <laughs> the thing of someone yelling into her little bubble like who's doing this to you like you know you could absolutely mm. put that together that she's like in a pod like in Captain Marvel with the scrolls um yeah, that that absolutely could be. Yeah, uh, when let's see in the Facebook chat, uh, in the Stranded Panda Facebook chat, available on facebook.com slash group slash sp chat. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I'll put the Stranded Panda chat link in the uh, episode notes so you guys can find it because people have been asking where to find it. Uh, when 
Brian V. Klein posted a trailer. I think it was this one. Uh, he posted that. I was like, we haven't considered that this, or like a post, or I re- replied to it. We haven't considered that this might be a scroll mind experiment like in Captain Marvel. Um, so I like that theory a lot. You know, it, it tracks, you know, it tracks with what we saw in Captain Marvel where they were like, no way, back it up, change that, like throw, they were messing with her memory and putting people in different places mm. within it. That's a good um, point. Even if it's not sword, even if it's not, you know, whatever, it could very easily be that the scrolls are doing this to Wanda and her mind is reacting to that by, you know, projecting this bubble around them to mm. affect reality. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then... Kind of like reaching out for help. If that's the yeah. case, if all that's the case, then uh, this could be... When you see the flashback of her and the Infinity Stone and and her, like, learning how she got it, uh, it could be her powers. It could be that that's what they're trying to learn. You know how they were, like, mm-hmm. digging into Captain Marvel to try to figure something out? I don't remember exactly. <laughs> right. They were trying to find the... Uh the the ship but they're like um, this 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 powerful uh character we want to know how she got her powers like what if they're digging so that we in? can replicate that yeah exactly mm-hmm. like what if they're digging yeah. into the scenario that gave her her powers and uh the scrolls want to replicate um that 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 checks out in my book for sure uh, and then that wouldn't that could really in, really easily introduce the super scrolls because they're trying to make the super scrolls right right mm-hmm. yeah yeah Oh man, I dig it. I dig it. Good. Thanks. Thanks. Stick with it. Thanks, BVK, for bringing that uh, that stuff out. That's that's cool. I like that. I like the theory a lot. I still lean toward multiverse, but I like the theory a lot. I mean, who's to say that it couldn't be both? It's probably True. a little bit of maybe both. Yeah. She's affecting reality around them. Right. Maybe the scroll th- experiments cause her. Or maybe well, we've been asking like who's doing this to you? We've been saying like, probably nobody. It's probably just her, but maybe mm-hmm. someone is doing this to her. You would think if that was like, maybe possibly Clint's voice, they would never think that she would, you know, he, he wants to think the best of her. So maybe they don't know what's going on. And they're like, you know, who's doing this to you? Cause she doesn't even know. Cause it's like, yeah. where are all her friends? Where is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are the rest of the Avengers I that are still alive? Answers. Yeah. What, how, and you know, <laughs> what did she do that got her put in this place or, where did she? What happened immediately after uh, Endgame that she ended up here? Like, I, I need mm-hmm. those questions answered, and maybe we won't know until she goes through that. Like, what happened to me thing, and then, you know, it answers the question. Even for us, we find out what happened after Endgame. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, every like the way that the way that Peter Parker talked about getting snapped away and then coming back, it it seemed like no time had passed for him, right? So Wanda got snapped away and then in Endgame she comes back with a vengeance with a fury. Yeah. You took everything from me is what she says to to Thanos. Like no time has passed for her to mourn the loss of vision. Not not just the loss of vision but like her having to kill him and him saying to her in his final moments I love you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the stone shattering and then vision being put back together and then having the stone ripped from his head and the gray lifeless form of him on the ground in front of her and then getting snapped away. Like that's so much trauma. Yeah. (sighs) 
Yeah, it's, that's it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot. It's a lot. All right. Well, anything else over in the chat before we uh, move on from uh, from from these Wandavision trailers? Um, it's kind of a little bit that we were talking about. Viberjacks had some good ones. Like, where do we think Wandavision will start? Will we get a preposition or how everything happened? We just kind of covered that. Um, we see any more footage? Uh, Jay Scotty says. As we see more footage, do you think the series will be a swan song for Vision as a character? Uh, could he be a surprise for Multiverse of Madness? Ooh, good question. That's a good question. We haven't really discussed much. Like, do we think Vision has a life after WandaVision? He, he is one of the only people left who's from 2008 Iron Man. Right, right. We've had Paul Bettany since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's 12 years deep into this. But for the longest time, it was only his voice uh, until he became Vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I say it was for the longest time. That was in Avengers Age of Ultron. That was Avengers 2. Yeah, not that he was Vision. that long ago. He's only been yeah. in three, f- four movies, I guess. Yeah, he hasn't had much screen time as Vision. So well, he wasn't in Endgame, so I guess three three movies? Mm. Is that it? Three. Uh, Age of Ultron, yeah. Civil War, and Infinity War. That's it. Yeah. 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 Crazy. All right, well, uh, we're going to move move it along, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We'll be back with you shortly uh, with uh, with more uh, with some with a feedback episode in a couple days. So, thanks for hanging out. Peace. Bye. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.